0: We, we're going back to basics as a church, and, and I just want to thank every one of you for who you are in this church and what you do, uh, our pastors, and everybody who helps and, and does something and serves in a certain way in the church. Really, God bless you, because the basic things we do is what's is going to grow us and make us become who we want to be. And I tell you, God is relying on you for great things to happen in this nation and and to happen in your life. Um, I really appreciate all of you. Um, our head pastors, Pastor Tio and Pastor Portia, we have a lot of work to do and I've been praying a lot for you that God gives you wisdom and understanding because you have to see and hear God as you begin to guide the others and, and be ahead of them so that you're pulling the the wagon, so to speak, and, and things begin to turn around. I know it's a lot of work and a lot of time consuming stuff, and you being uh, family people with your kids growing up, I really have always appreciated the time you've found. I don't know how you find it, but the time you've found to make things happen. So I really want to say thank you and appreciate you. God said, I must say this to you this morning just to say thank you and we appreciate you. Second Timothy three, verse one, but mark this, there'll be terrible times in the last days. Other, other, other Bible says uh, perilous times. And in verse two, says people will be, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, Blasphemers, disobedient to the to parents, unthankful, and unholy. In 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 the times and 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 in the last days, this is the character of the people we're going to be living around. And and I believe that as Christians, we're beginning to see this. I've I've noticed companies that don't really care about people anymore, but money, because of the COVID situation. The, the, that customer services has, has disappeared and, and they really care about what is coming into them than the person. And, and, and everybody's just about money. People lovers of themselves and lovers of money, boastful and proud and abusive. How How abuse has grown so much how how people are, are battering each other and how people are battering women how people are hating each other for no reason and yet god has given us this world to share together and be one but people are putting divisions and and things are happening in the, and end the last days and all the sicknesses and the diseases that are rising up that we can't understand that are manifesting around us that have taken so many lives and stuff and surely if we look at it and you're really always praying you might really begin to rise that these are the these are the last days and and stuff is happening and and god is looking at you as a christian to rise up because you know the bible says that when when he comes, he's coming for his bride, and the bride is his church, and, and it shall be as pure as white. And, and therefore, I mean, God is willing or hoping or desiring to find you ready, standing, and not conquered and not defeated, even the seasons that you're going in, because... If God is for you, it doesn't matter the season. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what is happening around you. God will always raise you up in situations that are difficult. Because God has to show that where God is, there must be transformation. Where God is, there must be change. Where God is, there must be a difference. Because there must be a spirit that operates in your life that shows that there is a God that lives around you. If you have read such scriptures, then you will realize that the, the, it seems like these are the last days, perilous times. Now, that word terrible times or hard times is, 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 a, is a Greek word kalipos, uh, times that are reducing in strength, dangerous and fierce. Now, a lot of people have lost strength and power. That's why the church seats are a few or empty, because people have lost faith. They they they, they just, just they just want to believe in them in themselves. They don't want to believe in the God that they should be praying to in this season and this time. And and we ought to revive ourselves and begin to understand that this is a time of revival. This is the time when your spirit must be higher than ever before because God needs to find you. God needs to find you. God needs to be able to use you. There must be a particular power or purpose that God has got to put in you that saves his kingdom. He's got to find you. So you, you can't be mediocre, you can't be like any other person because the times that we're going through, perilous times, are reducing in strength. And a lot of people are are losing their power, they're losing their strength, they're losing their agility, they're losing their desire, they're, they're losing their vim. And and you can't be that person because there's a Christ in you. There must be a power in you. You must wake up differently from the person who does not know God. There must be a difference when the two of you wake up. So, so in, in, in times like this, I strongly believe we must read and hear what Jesus said in the Book of John, so every time when when I'm going through hard times and situations, I read the Bible, most cases most so, I always want to begin to read what jesus the the, the Son really said, and and I go to scriptures. You know, wherever there's read in the Bible, you know, it's, it's the quotations about Jesus and what he said. And, and I like to roll, read those kind of quotations because they inspire me. I feel like this is my word and Jesus is speaking directly to me because that was his word. And I wanted to remind you that as I say this, that Jesus is the word. In the beginning, there was the word and the word became flesh. And he is the word. He was there in the beginning. He, he spoke, God spoke word in the beginning for things to be created. And Jesus is the word. And, and if the word is speaking to you, what does it say? If the word is speaking to you, what is it saying to you? Because the word speaks. Hallelujah. So let's look at John 14 verse 16. Let's start with verse fifteen It says, "If you love me, you'll obey what I command that's what Jesus said. He said, "If you love me, you'll obey what i what I command. How many of us love Jesus? Don't raise up your hands because we just raised them up because I asked the question but but you've got, you got to answer yourself in your heart and and really tell yourself the truth because Jesus is talking to us and he says, If you love me, he was speaking to his disciples. But I believe that the word is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And if God was speaking and asking the people that he discipled and he said, Go and make other disciples, that means what he say to one disciple, he will say to the other disciple. And you are a disciple too. Being disciplined by the word of God, so he's speaking Jesus is speaking and he says, "If you love me, you will obey what I command. if you love me, the first thing that you will do is to obey what I command. if you love me, there's no other thing but to obey what I command so you you're obedient to the commandments of of, 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 of Jesus or of God that's how God sees that you love him when you obey what he commands. Now that word command is a Greek word and tole commandment and and authoritative prescription or authoritative prescription. I'm happy my doctor brother is here today and, and, and I have understood that every time I go to a doctor, they write me a prescription and prescriptions without a prescription, you cannot get any kind of medicine. Without a prescription, sometimes you can't get the treatment you need to be treated because it has to be prescribed. Somebody's going to write a letter that gives authority for you to receive that. So, so, so the, 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 it says the commandment. That word commandment means authoritative prescription that, that the word is prescribing something of authority to you. So when, when, when that prescription is given to you, things must begin to happen. When the word is given to you, things must begin to happen. When you have the word and and, and it is prescribed by the Lord in your life, things must begin to happen. You must understand that you are carrying a power that makes things to happen. And I'm telling you in this season that things are going to happen to you. Because there's a prescription, an authoritative word that God has given to you. Things are going to happen. Maybe you've just read it without understanding, but I'm telling you things are going to happen. Something's going to sink in your heart and you begin to realize that this word is speaking to me. And things are going to happen. He cannot just prescribe things that don't happen. When he writes and commands and He says what he says, it comes to pass. And I'm telling you that things are going to happen. Somebody who is Lord today, you must know that something is going to happen. When God has prescribed it, it's going to happen. When he's written it down, it's going to happen. And he told that if you love me, you, you read the prescription and it will make things happen in your life. When you get the prescription, things must change and things must happen in your life. Tell your neighbor, say something's going to happen to me in this season. Ah, say like you mean it. Say something is going to happen to me in this season. I know there's a mask in your mouth but say like power say something is going to happen in in this season. See you're just saying it but I want you to believe it because something is going to happen to you in this season. See God is a God of surprises. He surprises you. The only way he can make you love him is when he surprises you. Then you say ah. Because something is going to happen. Excuse me. Let's go to, to, to verse sixteen. John fourteen, verse sixteen. It says, I will ask the Father, and you will give you another counselor to be with you forever. See, if you love me, you'll follow what I command you. The prescriptions I give you must make things happen to you. And whilst you're doing that, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask the father and he'll give you another counselor to be with you forever. Verse 17, this counselor is the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him. Because he is neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he lives within you and will be in you. Hello, he has to be in you. Tell your neighbor, say Today I declare the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, is in me. God has given me a counselor. How can I fail? The spirit, he's, he's put a spirit in you. Uh, if, if you believe and you love and, and God has, has, a, has, has received you as a son and a daughter and surely you're born again, I'm telling you that there's a spirit of God that lives in you. It is deposited, deposited in you. But Paul says it is a guarantee of sonship. It's a guarantee of daughtership. It makes sure that you begin to transform from who you are to that son or that daughter that God wants you to be, because it picks you, it speaks to you from the inner man. So I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, forever, forever. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept in the world the world cannot accept him. They don't understand when things of of God happen. (laughs) Uh, Jesus. I don't know how many of you have seen God do something for you and people wonder. And and people come and ask you, how did you do that? Or, Or where did you get that? Or how did you get it? and they look at you with a a curious eye like you've stolen or done something wrong but yet god has just done something wonderful and you know that god is so powerful the world cannot understand him the world cannot understand him but you will understand it because the spirit of god the spirit of truth speaks from inside of you you know when you haven't stolen you know you've got peace when god has done it all you can say is hallelujah Praise God because God has done this for me and I'm telling you telling you in here again say this season something is going to happen to me I'm telling you, every oath, every power of Satan, every demonic spirit that is speaking against you will be silenced by the power of the spirit of God that is going to be inside of you, that is rising inside of you. You can't wait for a pastor anymore. You cannot wait for somebody called a man of God. He can be called a man of God, but he might as faulty as ever or even worse than you. But God has put a spirit in you and is saying to you, I will not leave you alone. I'm not going to leave you with pastors ready, but I'm going to leave you with the spirit of truth so so when the spirit of truth he's the one that's going to guide me because i'm christ speaking to you from the inner man see because you're going to be there as a christian because this is a season 2022 where you're going to see things happen when things when other people are going down you'll be going up when other businesses are closing your doors will be open When people are saying it can't, it can for you because God is going to do it for you because something is going to be different. When people are being taken off work, you'll be promoted. See, God is going to make things happen for you. When the devil rises up, a, 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 a fight against you. Remember, we say these are the end times and, and it changes the characters of people and sometimes people will hate you from the top and they work against you trying to pull you down because they know that there's something great inside of you. But I'm telling you, it is a waste of time because no weapon forged against you shall prosper in this season because God is for you. It's not me who's saying it is the way that is saying it to you, the spirit of truth. So do you believe it? So these are the times, you know, that, that we're going through. So these times we cannot live without the spirit of truth because he is our counselor. He, 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 he is what they call the, the Parakletos, the intercessor, the comforter, the advocate. He's got, to be, he's got to be there for you. When you sit and pray, he begins to speak and direct you and gives you purpose. Hallelujah. So let's go to Job, John 14 verse 26. It says, but the counselor, the spirit of truth, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. And he will remind you of everything I've said to you. This is what he's going to do. He, he will teach you, tell you never say all things. all things. Say it again, say all things. See, you're going to pray when things are happening and all things will be taught to you by the Holy Spirit. All things will be revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. All things, all things, everything about you, everything around you, everything you need to know, God will reveal it to you. You're going to have wisdom you don't understand. When God shows you things you never thought you could know. You'll be surprised that God is going to make you things you thought you never knew or do things you thought you could never do. Because the Spirit of God will take you to a level when God takes over. God, you see, God created you. You're God's workmanship. He knows exactly what he can make you do. He knows exactly what, what you've not discovered about yourself. There's some people who have driven beautiful cars. Max, Mercedes-Benz, or BMWs. You know those, comes, those cars come with, with gadgets inside. Stuff you go to press this and press this, and that happens and stuff. And, and I've, I've spoken to people who have told who have drove, driven those cars, and, and, and somebody shows them something they don't know about their car because there's so many things that that car can do, but people don't even maybe your phone, you don't know some of the stuff it can do. Until somebody shows you. Because you need to know the person who, f- who made it. For him to explain to you the many things it can do. And you are, are, are God's workmanship. God will show you through the spirit what is inside of you. What you are capable of doing. Things you never thought you could do. God will take you to levels you've never been before. Because the spirit of God is the spirit of truth. He will take it to places you've never been before. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. Watch the space for details? Because the Holy Spirit will be showing you things. The Holy Spirit will be showing you things in this season. Hallelujah. So we need the Spirit of God. He has to teach us all things and remind us of the word of God. Now, John 15 verse 1. Let's go to John 15 verse 1. And Jesus is still speaking and he says, I want you to understand that these are going, things are going to happen to you. But this is who I am. I am the true vine. And my father is the gardener. Wow. Now he is the key. He is the true vine. I am the vine and my father is the gardener. So, so verse 2. My father, this is what he does. He cuts off every branch in me. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it can be even more fruitful. See, now this is what happens. When you look at a vine, the, the, the vine the, the, the vine that, that makes grapes, you see, they grow it in, 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 in Cape Town over there. And, and you see that that thing cannot, it, they have to support it so that it grows and becomes firm, have a firm stand. And then it has arms. But but the arms don't produce the grape. The the, the arms hold the, the branches. The branches that produce the grapes. And and the grape the fruit comes out. Now when, when they when they're growing it, they prune it. Now the, the reason for pruning is, is for two things. They, they prune it because it is to produce good fruit and they prune it for quantity. So they prune it for quality and quantity. They prune it. So Jesus says, I'm the vine and and you are the branches. And you're going to produce fruit. But this is what the father does. He's going to prune you. So that you produce what? More fruit. So he, he's going to prune you. He, 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 some of you are in pruning position right now. You're being pruned. You're being cut and you're wondering what's happening in your life. But God is making sure that you're going to produce more fruit. Now remember that the vine does not grow and suddenly it has fruit. It takes a lot of pruning as it grows. It takes a lot of gardening around it as it grows. And the father is the gardener. And, and he's watching you. And it's gathering around you. But the word is inside of you. And the word is going to make you produce fruit. As God works inside of you, as God works around you, Jesus works. The Spirit works inside of you, and 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 the Spirit is going to make you produce fruit. Uh, Somebody's going to hear me. God is going to discipline you. God is going to work in you until you work on that word. Until that word becomes a purpose in your life and begins to make you produce fruit. Because without the gardener and without the word, the fruit will never come. But when God works on you, tell your neighbor. Say when God works on you. So. So when God works on you, sometimes it doesn't feel comfortable because God is working on you. You see, when you want paste from a toothpaste, you're going to squeeze the tube. Without squeezing the tube, the paste does not come out. So God is going to squeeze you so something good comes out of you. Sometimes when you're being squeezed, it doesn't feel good. But don't worry about the squeezing. Be delighted because there's something good that's going to come out of the squeezing. God is going to squeeze you until something nice comes out of you. God is going to turn your life around. You're going to meet so many challenges you don't understand. You're going to meet things you think, God, I don't know if this life was meant for me. You feel like you're not loved. You feel like you're not wanted. But God loves you. That's the only way he's going to talk to you. So even the devil comes to you in your life like he did with Job. Jesus will say, oh God will say, go to my son and test him. Do whatever you want. But I'm telling you, as you're testing him, he will sit under a tree like Job and begin to decay. My I wait from sunset to sunset every day until something wonderful happens. So until whatever whatever was stolen from you will be restored back. Until whatever has been messing you up is taken away, and fruitfulness will come. The Bible says you will make even more food, even more than you are making now. Because God is taking you from glory to glory to glory. You think you have something now? Watch the more that's coming. Because you'll be even more fruitful because of the word. Tell your neighbor, say the word. Say it again, say the word. Say with power, say the word. We're going to be a church full of word. We're going to be a church that reads the word. We're going to be a church that knows the word. We're going to be a church that believes in the word because we need fruit in our lives. You're going to be a person that reads the word. You're going to desire the word. I know right now something is keeping you from opening your Bible and when somebody says speak the word or do the word you feel like they're worrying your life but I'm telling you God is going to prune you until you pick up that Bible and begin to read it and declare it then you'll begin to see change in your life. Some of us can't go through what we're going through because we're still not reading the Bible. But when you begin to read the Bible, you find that the trend is easy because when the promises speak to you, then you can stand and begin to believe, to know that if God has said it, then I'm going to do it. If God is declaring it, then I'm going to do it. So I do not care what's happening around me. Raise up the altars of witchcraft, but I tell you, the Bible tells me, no weapon forced against me shall prosper. So I can speak to those altars and tell them to follow Um, because God is on my side. God is on my side. See, God is not here to judge you. The judgment has already been done on the cross. Jesus, God say that, I know that you, I know that you're a failure. You can never surprise me with your sinfulness. God will never say, what? Pastor Sarah? No, he, he knows even the sin you haven't committed yet, that's up ahead in 2024. So so for you to get to where you're going, he you put Christ so that you're justified, sanctified, purified, just as if A gift free righteousness. You can't earn it. Free gift of righteousness. He just has to work with you because you're in the garden. <laughs> and he's pruning you, breaking you until you become the vine that he wants. The vine that can produce more fruit. A vine that's going to be more fruitful. He's going to work in you, work around you and shape you until you become what he wants you to be. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. Amen. I'm grateful. I'm going through challenges. Amen. Say with power, say neighbor. Say neighbor. Um, Don't be afraid. Don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Like, Pastor, how can you say that? How can you say that I must be grateful when I'm going through challenges? Yes, yes. They shall go through trials and tribulations. You you must rejoice when you go through them. Because God is testing you to see whether you've got genuine faith. So what I want from you is genuine faith. Because when you get hold of genuine faith, when your faith is strong, when your faith is strong, stuff is gonna to begin to have it happen. Things are gonna to begin to shift because it's all about you. He, my brother was sharing with me the other day and I said, wow. He said, you know, I asked God why he doesn't intervene in the earth. And he said, because he told us that, that you, you, you take authority of the earth. You take rule. I'm not gonna come in. I've given you the authority. You, Do it. I'm not going to come and intervene when people are working against you. You do it. I've given you authority. And now if the Holy Spirit is not in you, if the power is not in you, how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? So you need the power. You need the power in 2022 to be able to do the things that you need to do because God is going to help you achieve things you never achieved before. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, this is my year. Say it again. Say, this is my year. Yeah, I'm crying now, but this is my year. I don't have it now, but this is my year. It looks impossible now, but this is my year. Let's go to verse 3. See, this is what the word will do to you. Verse 3. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. You're already keen because of the word is cleaning you. When you read it and you're hearing it, it's just cleaning you. So you're already keen because of the word I've uh, spoken to you. Verse 4. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit with by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So you're gonna remain in me so so you can you remain in me and I remain in you. What a combination. And some people, you know, the, the, the some people have this problem to to to, to 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 don't remain in Christ. They come to Christ when they have a need. You see God as your provision. You see Jesus as your provision. You only pray for the provision. And God says we have a covenant. What about you? What, what is your part in this covenant? Am I supposed to be just a giver? Do you see me as just a provider? Is that the only name you know me for? Because I'm a glorious God. Full of grace. So you are going to know me. You, 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 you be in me and I be in you. So the, the, the sap that flows in the branch. Flows into the arms. Flows into the branches. And flows into the grave. The, the sap that begins in the roots. Flows until it goes to the fruit. That's why the fruit can be sour. Or the fruit can be sweet. Because of what is carried on through the stems. And, and those gardeners who know, they know what to put on the soil to produce the sweet fruit. So, so God knows what to do around your life to put the sweet fruit so that you produce sweet fruit. Tell your neighbor, say, I'll never have sour fruit in my life. Yeah, you will never produce sour fruit in your life. It's going to be sweet. Tell him it's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. Some of you have not counted money, but you're going to be counting money. It's going to be. Ah, you can't hear me. You can't hear me. You see, God is for you, and God loves you. He says, if you love me and you keep my commandments, we have a connection. We have a connection that no one can break because I'm the true vine. I'm not a fake vine. See, I'm going to prune you until you produce more fruit. I'm going to work with you until you produce more fruit and the fruit is going to be sweet. Remember even in the miracle that Jesus did, he produced wine. That was sweeter than the one before. And they said, where did this wine come from? So in those days when Jesus was speaking about vines, it was was vines that were crushed to make wine. Sweet wine. Jesus makes sweet wine. Sweet wine. And sweet wine is coming your way. Sweet wine is going to flow in your life. Sweet wine is going to be what you have. Your fruit will produce sweet wine. Tell your neighbor, say sweet days are coming. Ah you don't know anything, Pastor Poshia. Sweet days are coming. Now it looks rough. <laughs> now it looks terrible. Now it looks bad. Sweet days are coming. Come come the time when the sweet days have come and you're sitting with this wonderful man of yours and you're laughing about the sweet times and telling your husband, honey, it's sweet now. Can you see it? You can can you look back and see where we're coming from, but it's sweet now. Who who told you that you can't go through those things because you're going to go through them? Because you're going they, they, that's why people like the, the the, when, when we say testimony times, we're going to have testimonies. No stories. Uh, 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 last week, uh, they called me for an interview and uh, and uh, and there were many other people who were being interviewed. Uh, but guess what, church? God is good. I got the job. Hallelujah. No, you, you're going to have testimonies. You're going to have, because you're going to go through tests. When you speak, you speak speak a test. Something tested me to a point where I was breaking, but God. Something tested me, and I thought it would never, but God. You speak testimonies. Not not a testimony that even a, a guy out of church can speak. You're gonna speak sweet things, things that are that are that are beyond understanding. Why? Because of the counselor, the Holy Spirit that I'm living with you. That's going to show you things to come. That's going to speak to you. Advocate with you. He's going to intercede for you. He's going to do stuff for you. He will live with you. He will never leave you. He's going to be with you at all times. And I'll leave him with you. Because you love me and you keep my commandments. And I'm the true vine. And when the vine is speaking. And the wine, the vine is, is doing wonderful things from the branches. It will sap through to you. And you will produce food because of what is flowing inside of you. What is flowing inside of you. This is your year. Don't look down and begin to cry with the rest of the world because of the challenges. This is your year. This This is your year. I say this is your year. I say this is your year. Some of you forget the God you serve. You need to be like David and and all the other people in the Old Testament who used to carry rods. And in those rods, they'll write the history of what God has done for them. That's why David waved it at Goliath and said, you are coming down. And Goliath said, you can't point a stick at me. I'm not a dog. It wasn't a stick. It was the history of that young boy that he was holding. That I know the God that killed the bear. I know the God that killed the lion. I know the God that's going to move you too because it's the same God. How many of you remember what God has said done for you and you can still wave your stick and say, I know the God who did. I know the God who did. I know the God who did. And he's going to do it now again. We forget it when we're praying because you're going to have the faith. You're going to have to keep the faith. And you know that if he did it before, he would do it again. Well, why do we fear now when he did it before? He's going to do it again. It's the same step that is still running with you. The Holy Spirit will never leave you. He's always going to be the counselor. He's always going to give you understanding. You you have to switch on. You just have to switch on. Don't switch off. So this is verse (laughs) 8. Excuse me. Let's go to verse 7. Verse 7. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given to you. If, If you remain in me, if there's a condition if you remain in me so we just say god is going to give me because He said whatever i ask then you just stand up and ask and nothing happens because he's he had a condition he said if you remain in me and my words remain in you see see the the reason why i want you to have your word my word remaining in you because you're going to pray the word you're going to speak the word because when you speak the word." The word is what I spoke in the beginning to create. Let there be. I spoke the word. So you're going to speak the word too, and things are going to happen. You can't hear me. You're going to speak the word too, and things are going to happen. You don't need the pastor. You're going to speak the word too, and things are going to happen. You don't need to beg anybody. You're going to speak the word too, and the things happen. You're going to speak the word in your room, and things are going to begin to happen. You're going to pray and declare things, and they're going to happen. You're going to pray, not cry. You're going to pray, not complain. You're going to pray and declare with confidence and things are going to happen. You're going to declare every day. You're going to declare and pray every day and begin to say, Father, I prayed yesterday and I asked for ABCD. Today, I'm standing up to say thank you for the provision that is coming my way because I know it's coming. I know it's coming. You did it before, so it's coming. I'm waiting for the time and season when it's coming. All I know is that it's coming. Cause I prayed the word. I prayed the word. I prayed the word. I prayed the word. I don't need anything. I'm not supernatural. I'm not super, whatever. All I need to know is the word. Cause if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask, ask, ask whatever. Why? Ask whatever, and then I'll show you what I can do. Some of you can't remember the car you were driving years ago. (laughs) Just, just, just try and think about the car you were driving that, that you could see the floor of the tar when you're driving and, and you started from there, but you had faith for change. Mm. But now you don't even carry a key, you just press a button. And then you drive. Some, some, some of us have never driven those kind of cars before. So, so my, my brother's car, when it stops somewhere, it cuts off. You know those cars that cut off? I like, okay, what's happening here? We're gonna start it again. You think it's dead. You think, okay, I'm looking at the cars behind us. What if it doesn't start and I block the traffic? But when you just step on the pedal, it's going again. But ours are those that when you stop, they, they stop. Waiting for you to go again. But, but, but God, God keeps, keeps promoting you. I'm grateful for what I'm driving now because I know where I'm coming from. God keeps promoting you and it's going to keep on promoting you. So you're going to look back and see that the God who did it before. Some of you didn't even have homes to stay on. Some of you used to share places where you stay and sleep with them. Many other people, now you're walking into your own apartment. And you're forgetting that God. So we're going to pray this morning. Because what we desire is the Holy Spirit. Let's see what Paul says in, in Romans 15 verse 13. He says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So the power of the Holy Spirit must make make you overflow with hope. That that word hope there, it means to anticipate with pleasure. Expectation, confidence, faith about things that are about to come. May the Holy Spirit fill you with that kind of spirit. Because you know those things are going to happen. Because with your mind you'll be asking questions. But let the Holy Spirit fill you with the spirit that makes you understand that when you pray, things are going to happen. May he give you joy, a calm delight inside of you, peace, a quietness inside of you. Rest, rest, prosperity, because prosper from the inner man. Because it comes in you, then it comes outside you. And you're going to know that it's coming. And it's going to happen. Whether it's standing upside down right now, but it's going to happen. Let us stand up. Say, My Father, my God. Remember that who is praying right now is the branch. The branch is connected to the vine. And there's a communication because there's a link. The branch and the vine are linked together. The branch needs fruitfulness. And it is speaking right now because Jesus said, i am giving you a picture of how we're connected so pray my word whatever you ask you shall see it happen because we're connected so you're going to pray to this morning because i want you and i believe you're going to see the results of your prayer this morning Hey, hey, you're going to see the result of your prayer this morning. You are connected to God. I'm not connecting you to God. You are connected to God already. I wanted to pray and I'm going to join you because I have to pray too. I've got things I need. We're going to pray together and stuff is going to happen in somebody's life this morning. If not all of us. Say this with me. Say my father. My God, my father, my God, I declare God of hope, fill me with all joy right now. My father, my God, God of hope, God of anticipation with pleasure, God of anticipation with 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 with, with 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 pleasure, with with pleasure, with with pleasure, God fill me with joy because I have an anticipation of pleasure. I am anticipating in pleasure. I'm not crying. I'm not mourning. I'm anticipating in place. I'm already rejoicing before it comes to me because I'm connected to the vine and and I'm speaking the word and I know it's going to happen. My father when I speak this I'm praying believing that whatever is going to come is going to happen. Say with power. Say my father. My God. Oh somebody's thing is going to happen. Somebody's thing is going to happen. Say my father. My God. I'm praying. And anticipating in pleasure I'm expecting I'm confident in faith I have joy I have a calm delight inside of me I have a rest a quietness inside of me I'm not anxious my spirit is prosperous right now and I declare my father my God make me overflow. With hope. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Make me right now overflow. Overflow with hope. Overflow with hope. This whole year I'm overflowing with hope. I'm never sad. I'm overflowing with hope. Because I know it's going to happen. My Father, my God, I receive it. In the name of Jesus, I receive my desires in the name of Jesus. And my father, these are my desires. Begin to tell the Father your desires right now. Begin to pray them out right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray my desires right now in the mighty living name of Jesus. I declare, oh Father, I know you are God. Father, you're going to give us a powerful church in the name of Jesus. We're going back to basics, oh Father. We're going to give us a powerful church with a powerful people of God. Bless everybody, Lord, in their homes. Bless everybody, Father, in the businesses. Bless everybody, Father, in the marriages. Whatever they have, Father, is coming to pass in the name of Jesus. Bless the work of their hands, O oh, Father, in the mighty living name of Jesus. Prosper them, my God of glory, for the glory of the kingdom, O oh, Father, in the mighty living name of Jesus. I see, my Father, our church is being built right now. I see, my Father, our wall is being repaired right now. I see, my Father, things are changing because you are God. You did it before. You're going to do it again, my Father. Bless us, my Lord, financially, Lord. Praise down. Taken together and running over, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, the spirit of lack is not our portion, of oh Father. The spirit of witchcraft is not our portion, oh Lord. Everything, everyone that is working against us, Father, we break the powers of our lives right now in the name of Jesus. Every altar speaking against us, break by the power of the name of Jesus. Every assignment of witchcraft, break by the power of the name of Jesus. Sanctify your people, Father, from the tomb of their hairs to the soles of their feet in the blood of Jesus my father in the powerful name of Jesus I pray Lord open up doors for them they've never seen before healing my father for those who need healing right now in the name of Jesus the name of Jesus the name of Jesus